0: You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Let's the Bible's please, and let's turn to the book of uh, Joshua tonight. Joshua chapter 3, and ushers bring folks on in. Jane Irv, we're so glad you're uh, with us from Illinois, Rockford, Illinois, tonight. And God bless you for being here. And others, if I, uh, I could, uh, I hope I can get to meet all of you after church tonight. That'd be wonderful. And uh, church family, I'll try to be quickly, uh, quick with my message. You listen fast, I'll preach fast because we always take five minutes at the close of the service and collect all the psalm books. We'll do it. We'll have carts coming down here and the tithe envelopes. Take a couple home with you, and then we'll pick up the rest of them. We're in the book of Joshua chapter 3 tonight, Joshua 3. I uh, remember when our church was young, and I just had come here, 47, Mrs. Treber and I, 47, uh, going on 48 years ago, and uh, I preached um, a lot from Joshua on Sunday nights. Uh, there are books uh, to me of vision books of conquering things, books of let's, let's go do something with our lives. I preached quite a bit from the book of Joshua on Sunday nights. I preached uh, quite a bit from the book of Nehemiah. I wanted our church to have a zeal for God, and I hope that never ends. Uh, Joshua chapter 3 is a pivotal chapter. It's a very important chapter because Moses in Deuteronomy had just finished his course, and he died. He was not allowed to go into the land of promise because of the wars and things that he was involved with because he smoked the rock. You know all the stories. But God said, Moses, you're going to die. I want you to at least see it. And he took him up to Mount Pisgah. We see saying, when I go to Mount Pisgah, take my flight. I'll view my home and take my flight. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. And Moses saw where they were going. And he writes in Deuteronomy chapter number 30, 30 through 34, especially, but in 34, here's what I want you to do. I I want you to follow leadership, and I want you to do things right, and I want you to conquer the land. I was not permitted to conquer Jericho and Ai and Gilgal and Shechem, but you're going to, and just do it, because God's going to help you. The book of Deuteronomy closes, and now Joshua Tonight I want you to see that God's going to raise up one of his assistants. And God's going to allow Joshua to be the man. And no, I'm not setting up the next man. I, that's, I'm not going to die. I'm going by the way of the rapture. But I will say this, I will say this. Joshua had no idea what he was the man. Now you think he does and others may think it. But you're going to find out that God chose him. The people that chose him, God chose him. And God has a way of doing that. Normally somebody else and some several others and godly agent people can see what God is doing generally before the person can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I've been here long enough. We've been in the ministry over 50 years together. I can see it when God is moving on the heart of somebody. I can see it when, when somebody is trying to force something. I can always see it. I, I'm not smart like you, uh, I went to a store to pick up something from my wife this past week at the medical store, and I said, now listen, they said, just go online, I said, I don't know how to do that. I said, I'm the only guy in America that does not know how to use a computer. I'm not smart like you when it comes to computers, and when it comes, uh, I, our family, they have this family thread, and they're all, I never talk on the family thread. It, th- things like that frustrate me, because I get involved in everybody's conversation. I don't want to be involved. I want, I'll look and watch what's going on, but I don't want to be in all that stuff. And Brother Tim texted me the other day, and I answered him back, and it was a personal answer, really, and I answered him back something that uh, uh, was very positive but uh, just a communication between me and him. Next thing I know, my wife says, you know, you're on the thread. (laughs) Oh, brother. The thing all went silent because they thought, what's dad doing? He never gets on the thread. And I'm not going to get on the thread. (laughs) I don't know about computers and all these things, but I could watch when I, I really believe God's moving the heart of a young man or young lady. And I've watched many times when people force it. And it never works. Did you just, it never works. It never works. I'm going to leave North Valley Baptist Church. Here's what I'm going to do. It never works. And if you want me in your life as a pastor and shepherd, you're going to have to give me time. When you feel like God's doing something, you're going to have to give me time to pray with you. I'm not going to make a decision that night. Many times people say, I need to know tonight. I say, "I, I can't tell you tonight. If it's that big of a decision, I'd kind of like to fast a little bit. I'd like to miss some meals and pray with you about it. Uh, I I, I remember a preacher said years ago, he said, I'm not going to tell my son who he should marry, but I'm I'm sure going to tell him who he should not marry. I think there's some wisdom there. And I say that because uh, Joshua is going to be promoted by God. I want to speak to you tonight because of what's going to take place in this chapter Living on the brink of a miracle. I feel like I want to live my life that way every day. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And there may be stitches tomorrow or broken bones tomorrow or there might be a car accident tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in my life tomorrow. But I do know that everything is a point in my life. But I also believe I want to live on the brink of a miracle. I believe that every day God's going to do something Someone will say to me, they'll say, now, Pastor, is it, uh, d- 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 what would you do if someone gave you X amount of money for the church? I'd say, praise the Lord. I expect it. I-, I expect that. I mean, I've been praying for 48 years and God keeps doing it. I just expect it. I'm not surprised when God moves on the heart of someone. Well, what, what are you going to do when God gives you these buildings? Hey, I've already named them. We've named these buildings around here. Jericho. AI, Gilgal, Shechem, uh, Kurjath, Jerrem, we, we named the school all that big full, what, well, well, that school will never going to have it. You may not believe we're going to have it, but I believe we're going to have it. I think when my son-in-law brother Thompson was here, I think it was Brother Thompson, uh, we had to get a permit to use the baseball field over there. We play on Thursday nights, um, champion baseball players. So far, we only have one broken bone this year. So praise God for that. Go to the doctor tomorrow. But, uh, and I don't, but, 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 uh, but, but, um, and they said, okay, you need a mailing address. They said, well, we don't, we said, we don't own it. Well, you go go down to the city. The city looked it up and they said, wait, 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 you own it. You own the tennis courts. You own the baseball diamond. You own the public school because public records said this is owned by North Valley Baptist Church. Well, I know in the millennium we're going to own it. We might own it early. And they say, oh, no, 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 there's a mistake. And whoever was down there said, no, there's not a mistake. That's what, what it is. It says it right there. Well, it was a mistake. I won't be surprised when they give that to us. I won't be surprised when this corner building becomes ours. I won't be surprised when God gives us not just a bus parking lot, but a, a beautiful, beautiful facility to pull those buses in and work. I will not to be surprised. God can do anything. There's a song, and I'll get to my scripture in just a moment. It's page 434. There's a miracle in the making. One just for you. The Father's working even now. Your prayers have been heard. The answer's on the way. There's a miracle. I'm not just talking about a pastor or a church or a man But ladies, there's a miracle in the making. I don't know what it is in your life. Young couple, there might be a miracle in the making right now. I don't want to live my life that, you know, it's all coming to a close. Uh, Liberals have control of everything. We're going to lose everything. It's going to get so difficult. I don't want to live that way. I want to believe that God can still do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. I believe God can call some young men this week to the preaching. I believe God can do that. I believe God will do that. I believe God's going to call some to the mission field. I believe God's going, to, God's going to begin to put in the heart of a young lady to pray for her, her husband to be. She may not even meet him this way, but there's a, there's a seventh-grade girl that's going to get serious about prayer for a husband. There's a a ninth grade girl that's gonna get serious. There's an eighth-grade boy that's gonna get serious about it. I'm gonna pray every day that God gives me the right why, why and God will make a miracle come come to pass. We have a miracle working, God. John Peterson wrote that song. I believe in miracles. I've seen the soul set free. Miraculous. Oh, it's miraculous what God can do. It is miraculous what God can do. There is a miracle. In this chapter before us, in Joshua chapter 3, Joshua rose early in the morning. Joshua rose early in the morning. Mark that thought. We'll come back. It came to pass after three days. He and the officers went through the host. He commanded the people. Mark that word, the people. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and the, mark the thought, the priests, the Levites, go after it. In Joshua verse 5, said unto the people, there it is again, sanctify yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And I just believe that's what a miracle is, that tomorrow it's going to happen. The miracle just may come tomorrow. I I don't want to live that it's over. It's hopeless. We're right on the verge of the tribulation. There's nothing good going to happen. Do you realize, you've heard me say it so many times, you have to. I truly believe there still can be one last revival before the tribulation. Why? He is not willing that any should perish. When Jesus comes again, we know what's happening. Then the tribulation is going to come, and people will be beheaded, and people will die for coming to know Christ as Savior, and, and people reject God. They'll go after Satan and they'll receive the mark of the beast. I really truly believe that God would love to send one more spiritual awakening to the people of God and people who go out and win souls and talk to people about Christ and live for God. I believe it still could happen. Amen. Amen. I believe it. And here tonight, he said, I want you to sanctify yourself. Good thing to do. Ten years before the meeting tomorrow night, go sanctify yourself. Set yourself apart. And, and watch what God's going to do tomorrow at youth conference on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And Joshua speak to the priest, there it is again, saying, take up the Ark of the Covenant, pass over it. There's the word people. And he took up the Ark of the Covenant, went over before that. There it is again, people. And the Bible says, the Lord said to Joshua, here's another this day like last Sunday morning, this day. Father, help me in these few moments we're together. I believe we can always see when you're going to elevate a man or a woman. We see it coming. We sense a calling. We see they're living for their purpose. We see their duty, the responsibility. We can see it. And I pray that tonight we might see something in this man called Joshua and how he witnessed in his own life a miracle, how he could lead the people. Thank you for this privilege. In Jesus' name, amen. In our text tonight... I want you to see first the man. There's a man by the name of Joshua. He's been 40 years in the making. He's been assistant pastor to Moses. He's been watching the moves of Moses. He's been encouraging Moses. He went out to spy out the land with Caleb, and the two came back with a good report, and 10 had a doubting report. And here's this man, 40 years serving Moses, and the Bible says in verse 7, the Lord said, this day, this day, What's the next two words? They're pivotal words. This day, what's the next two words? This day, what's the next two words? God says, will I? I'm going to do something, Joshua. This day will I, here it is, begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I shall be with thee. This day is gonna be made known. People are gonna to start to see that I'm moving. I, I, I can see it, I can see it in invitation. I can see, I, I can think of a, I've been praying for a person in our church and they, I, I think they're, they're always extend their hand and very gracious to me. They're not a member of our church. I believe that every Sunday I expect on no Sunday morning that person to come forward and trust Christ as the Savior. They saw me again this morning and they talked to me on the way out, just so polite, so kind. I could see God's working. I could see it. I could see it during preaching, I could see it when I passed the road. I can see it when I talked to them just for the twenty 30 seconds I talked to them I know I've been praying for the salvation to knock stop and uh, uh, stop by that door and knock and God's been knocking I don't think they're saying no out of rebellion I, I think' they're, they're saying no for an entirely different reason and it humbles my heart why, why they're perhaps saying no to God, but God is working in their lives. I watched it with our kids. I, I've seen all three of our kids. My wife has. I, I knew I knew early that God was working in Tim's life when he was a young boy. Never told him. I didn't want that pressure on his life. I knew God was working on his life. I knew God was working on Tiffany's life early in life. I knew God was working on Ted. you could just see it. I've seen it in Brother Panera's life, our son-in-law. God has worked on his life. I could see it, in Brother Thompson, Brother Tim, all of our kids. That God God was doing something. God's always doing something. And sometimes a parent can see it before a kid can see it. Sometimes the Titus chapter 2, elderly woman or elderly man can see what others cannot see. And God's going to elevate this man. This day will I. Don't, don't seek to be elevated. Don't seek a position. God will bring the position to you. I'm going to hunt for a wife. Don't do that. This trainer said all the time, Adam never went looking for a wife. God made one and brought it to him. God's going to find someone for you. I watch when people try to force it. And I tease about my wife and I, our first date. But I tell you what, it was just God orchestrated that. God orchestrated when I went to Platteville, Wisconsin, served in that church, and then in college, they said, now you're going over Sun Prairie, and I worked in Sun Prairie for a a year, and then they said, now you're going over to Rockford, Illinois. I'll never forget saying, that's that church I've been praying for. I exactly know the dorm room I was living in, and the dorm I was working as a, a college supervisor in that dorm, I, I remember gathering our boys together and say, I don't, know, I don't know this pastor and his wife, but she's 45 and she's dying of cancer. Little did I know that she, and she lived, live, would have been my mother-in-law. He has eight kids. And my heart just ached for that family. And I gathered the guys together. I said, I want you to pray. We'd pray at nighttime before bed. And we had a two-floor building. And we'd get together, a two-floor house. And we'd gather together, maybe 20 of us boys. And we'd pray together at the end of the day for various needs. And I'd pray for that. man. God was orchestrating it already. When they said you go going to that church, I'll never forget. you honey, I'm there, Benny and Mrs. Strohfield. I walked in on that Saturday morning, drove that 65 Ford down there. I didn't even have a 65 Ford, then I had something else. But then I've got that so I can get down there. And I, I, I got to the back row of the old Berean Baptist Church. I didn't know, man, it was a big auditorium. I saw record attendance, 779. Last Sunday, 449. Scared me to death. What did I get myself into? At the very back row, there's a handsome young man met me. He said, I'm the preacher's son. My name's Dwayne. My heart was knit to Dwayne that moment. Dwayne's maybe even watching tonight. He has cancer. He's our age. My heart just just was so knit to Dwayne. He said, Jack, you're going to love it here. You'll be fine. I said, I can remember talking. I I don't mean to scare you, but I'm kind of a... I'm nervous about this thing. It's a big church. You know, God was orchestrating it all. Don't force the hand of God. I'm talking to myself right now, too. Here here is a man by the name of uh, uh, Joshua, and the Bible says of the man, the Lord will begin to magnify thee this day. God's going to do it. God's going to bring you as a man into his purpose. God's going to bring you, lady, into his purpose. I don't like all the way he always does it. Sometimes there's, there's tears, and sometimes there's bruises, and sometimes there's wounds, and sometimes there's heartaches. I know all of that. And we've all gone through it, and there's more coming. But God saw in Joshua what he wanted. Joshua was an idol. Did you see the very first verse? Joshua rose early. You want to get up at 10 o'clock in the morning and watch Leave it to Beaver and Cocoa Puffs? God's not going to call you to do anything. He rose up early. God wants the work that God has planned for you is a work. It might be a child that God wants to deposit into your care. It might be a marriage that God wants to deposit in your care. It might be a city. It might be a country that God wants you to go to that country and reach that country. It may be a Sunday school class or a bus route. God's going to deposit your care. That's why if you're on a bus route, give it all you have. God gave you that route. I saw those bus kids coming in today. and My, my heart just, just so heavy for them. Sweet kids. But they're just, they're just withdrawn. You can see it. They need this place. And why they come, I have no idea other than the fact. I mean, they get up in the morning, get on a bus by themselves. So, so many teenagers, Brother Evan. I see them every Sunday. So many teenagers come on those buses. I guess they know they're loved here. I guess they know that we want them here. And, and, and I, I know maybe whatever the social skills I whatever but I tell you what if you go into the teen service those kids love preaching they love singing they love the invitation I see the pictures all the time when we send they send us they've been having singing and preaching and the invitation is filled with teenagers kneeling at the altar may I say when this man a uh, 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 Joshua God called him because he was busy. He wasn't bored. He wasn't lazy. He wasn't at ease. It wasn't a party mode. Uh, What party are we going to tonight? He wasn't moody. He wasn't irresponsible. He said, God said, you're the man. I'm going to raise you up. I've been singing all week knowing I'm in here. Jesus led me all the way. Led me step by step each day. I will tell the saints and angels. As I laid my burdens down, Jesus left. I'm old enough now to tell you, I look back over my life and I've watched with this church and with our buildings and with our property and with our ministries. Uh, God's orchestrated it all. He's put it all together. Oh, there's going to be more bumps and bruises. There's going to be more tears. There's going to be more difficulties. But there's still a miracle in the making. There is a miracle in the making. You must live your life that way. They said, so, but my life's of a lot of heartache. Well, you're in the school of training. You ever hear of Job? You ever hear of Joseph? You ever hear of David? Who was 15 years, he was anointed king and never got to be king for 15 years? Closer to 20? In fact, in the midst of that 15, 20-year span, the king he worked for threw a javelin at him and wanted to kill him. And then he was in the wilderness and he was in caves and he was being hunted. It wasn't a good, pleasant experience. God was preparing him. God's always in the preparation mode in our life because he cares for you. I find that there's a miracle in the making and God always deals with the man. Some of you are going to miss what God's doing. Why? Listen to this, these words. Because of fear. You'll miss it because of fear. You'll miss it because of family. You'll miss it because of friends. You'll miss it because of your finances. I can't make enough money there. You'll miss it because, (laughs) let me stretch it, letter F, fee. There's a price to pay. You'll miss it because of the flesh. In my life, I've known people, I think, that have gone to ministry that probably should not have I've known many that have not gone in the ministry that should have. They they, they said no when God was saying yes. This day I'll begin. I I will begin to let people know. I find there's a man. And then I find that there's a leader. Leaders got involved in this thing. Do you notice verse 2, it came to pass after three days, the officers. And then verse 3, the priest and the Levites. and In verse number six again, you have the priest. And in, in, in verse number 12, you have 12 men. The Bible says, take you 12 men out of the tribes, out of every man a tribe. And, and then he says in verse 13, the priest again, and 14, the priest again. Do you realize that God is going to, when he's gonna create a miracle, he'll always put his blessing on a man but he will always get leadership involved with that miracle as well. Kids, that's why when your mom and dad and you, you're, you're you're not sensing that God is doing this, and you want to kick the door down because you have a personal will and your mom and dad are not on that same page with that will. I would listen to your mom and dad. I, and I know we have narcissistic parents in this society. They always are changing the boundaries. We see it in college. Well, you can't talk to any boy first semester. I don't want you talking. And second semester, okay, you can talk twice in this semester. And then your sophomore, you're supposed to okay, you can start dating. And then they change the marker. Say, well, I think it's too early. You can't. You can only talk once a semester. That, that that's I I watch people, and the marker moves every time. That's narcissism. Kids, I tell you what, you have a godly mom and dad and you kids do. I'd listen to your parents. Parents, you'd be very careful that you're not a nutcase. God said, I'm going to begin to magnify you. And so I find that all of a sudden we have the man and we have the leader. And For the sake of time, I'm going to close her down. Then there's the people. You know the word People. The word people is found 1,924 times in the Bible. God's always talking about people being involved. Here in, in this book of Joshua, he has these people 63 times the people. In this chapter, it's eight times the people. God always raises up a people with the leaders and with the man to accomplish something. I thank God for the people. If I was a good writer, I'd write a book on the people of North Valley Baptist Church. This church, the people have done some amazing things. I I wish somehow I could write that before the Lord takes me home in life because I just believe that, that, when you see people do what they've done for week after week after month after month after year after year after after decade after decade. You see, miracles don't always take place overnight. I expect one all the time. But I'm going to wait till God provides a miracle. Abraham, God says, up, get you from your country and from your father's house into the land that I will show thee. And the Bible says early the next morning he got up and started going to a place whether he had no idea, God should just start walking. He left the Ur of the Chaldees. He came to Canaan land, but he never knew where he was going. 700 miles later he got there. 700 miles walking in those deserts. That miracle did not take place overnight. And that miracle, when he got there, he didn't understand at all what was going to take place. But that's how God led Abraham. You know, God always leads people. He led Moses uh, to be born in a time when, when the king, the pharaoh, the president was supporting abortion and murder of children. And, and they began to murder all the Hebrew males Moses was born, and his mother put him in the bulrushes down by the riverbank, and here comes Pharaoh's wife, uh, Pharaoh's daughter. you talk about a miracle taking place. Yeah. And she finds the baby, and she brings the baby back, and it's, it's one of the Hebrew, he goes, well, call! Call one of the Hebrew women to take care of it. Oh, well, he called his sister. And all of a sudden, she's being paid to care for Moses. And he lived 40 years in Pharaoh's house and then went 40 years on the backside of the desert and was in that difficult situation. And then God began to use him to lead the people for 40 years up to the brink of the promised land. That's a miracle. Let my people go, that's a miracle. Daniel's a miracle. God, how God used this boy. David's a miracle, how he used him as a shepherd boy. And then 15, 20 years later, he, was a, a, he finally became the king. It was a miracle how uh, 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 Mordecai built the gallows and how uh, 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 Haman built the, uh, the gallows for Mordecai. And it's amazing the miracle that took place that Mordecai died on the gallows. The gallows he built to kill a Hebrew, his life was taken. That's a miracle. It's a miracle how Esther was risen to the place of authority. And she goes, who knows, but that, her uncle said, who knows, but you are come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And she said, if I perish, I perish. I'm going to do what's right. God provided a miracle. Job's trial was for a year. God provided a miracle. Many years ago, I was given a plaque. It's in my office. It's by the Manley's, and the Manley's gave it to me, and I I think I have it here somewhere. I put it on a card. I've had this for years. It's all sold out. I I look at it on that in my office all the time. And it's don't quit, but there's two lines at the bottom. I want to read the entire poem because I want you to hear these last two when we're thinking about on the brink of a miracle. When things go wrong as they sometimes will, when the road you're traveling seems all uphill, When the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but you mustn't quit. Life is strange with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns out about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up when the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Success Successless failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. Listen to this. And you'll never know how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you mustn't quit. You know what that's gonna happen? They're gonna have to step into the water here the floods sing it, step into the water. Wade out a little bit deeper. Those Levites, those priests, they're going to step in. And those waters are going to divide. And God is going to prepare the people. They're going to fight Jericho first, and God's going to win the battle. And then there's another one. God has a way of always making sure that we live in light of an upcoming miracle. I don't know what miracles ahead for my wife and I, but he's done so many wonderful things our entire life. Yes, I get up tomorrow morning, I expect God to do something big. Now, it may be that he just keeps my heart pumping. What, what is it, two houses, four houses, every, every, every beat I can't remember. God just kept, he's going to do that through the night. That's a miracle. And God's going to maybe just perhaps give us another day tomorrow. That's a miracle. But God, tomorrow night, on opening night, maybe not, maybe, but but tomorrow night, a miracle may take place right down here. And when that miracle takes place, maybe tomorrow night we'll see Some great men of God as teenagers being raised up of God and God's gonna start to put his touch on their life and you were the Sunday school teacher. We may not see it yet but God says, I will, I'll raise them up and and you were the Sunday school teacher. You were the parent. You were the bus worker. You were were this person that had a a school teacher, the principal, an investment in that life And, and you'll see it one day because God's in the miracle working business. The song said, there's a miracle in the making, one just for you. The Father is working even now. Your prayers have been heard. The answer's on the way. There's a miracle in the making for you today. I don't know what the miracle is, but live in light. It's a miracle coming. He'll take care of it. He always does. I wish you'd trust me because I'm old enough to tell you I've lived through this. I still believe great miracles are coming for you, for us, for this church. Thank you for listening to the Audio Preaching Podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org.